I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good, good night. So yes, guys, welcome to the Will I Am Brothers podcast, aka the official Black Eyed Peas fan show. We don't agree with domestic violence against garden vegetables, but we love the way it sounds. You're right. It's just just dawned on me what we're actually doing tonight. William Bros like the beer? Yes. Not the hip-hop group? No, not the... Ah. Through the the first 30 seconds of that, I kind of thought you were having a stroke. Oh. And now the later 30 has definitely confirmed it. (laughs) <laughs> the look of it stroke he did it just, uh, I'll yeah. promise to keep my hands out of my trousers for the uh, the rest of the podcast um, I feel embarrassed to be honest my bad my bad well a bit disappointing but we'll just we've got to do the other show now um, you were going to well, do that introduction with guests as well welcome of course I love an audience uh, well welcome to the logologues points of view Thomas Stew I'm Thomas Stew say hello Stew now that I've sucked all the air out of the room, it's me, Stu, <laughs> and I'm here to drink beer with some bird, Tom. Was that, was that a good introduction? Uh, I'm only pulling your leg, Stu, and your leg, Logs fans. We're here once again to deliver the finest gourmet five-star reviews, views, and ballyhoos on all things beer. It's another night of liquid lunacy as IPA and IP after the show. Stu... My co-pilot, my companion, my character witness. <laughs> How are you? I am good. I've got a wee bit of a headache, and I'm hoping beer will make it go away. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, we'll be able to fix you, buddy. We will. If beer yeah. can't fix it, I don't know what will. It's like, wait, am I sober? What is this? Oh. No, not for any longer. Oh, no. Don't worry. Close I'm the gonna, curtains. I'm going to rush through this, man. Open Get to the, the fridge. <laughs> Buddy, don't worry, it's coming, because uh, tonight we've got an absolute scorcher of an episode. William Bros returns uh, mm. with a vengeance and hits us with a one-two punch of their double Joker IPA and Midnight Sun Porter. Um, we're hoping for a double knockout, but we'll settle for a single power nap. I get really tired in the evenings, you know. Um, Stu, back to Scotland again, my man. The things I do for my art. bringing the scottish thunder once again so let's do it first up tonight i don't know whether you agree with this order but i thought go double joker yeah 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 i think it's a bit stronger but i think well a lot stronger but i think doing the port first might ruin it into the porter no. Okay. Well, I'm glad you agree, man. Let's roll with that. Yeah, as I said, it is the the Joker. Well, this is the the double Joker. A beer we covered all the way back in season two. Um, is here seeking revenge, but he sent his older, funnier brother to do the dirty work. Um, Stu, have you ever heard of Williams Bros? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's like On the Jerry Vine, heard about. Did something? you ever? Go to Lidl's or Aldi's <laughs> or any shop in Scotland, you'll find Williams Bros. They uh, they seem to get around from from what you've told me, bud. Yeah, real. The market. 
<laughs> it sounds like it. Severe lack of, of stock over here, sadly. But um, I'm glad that we've managed to kind of finally get it over here and uh, soon into my belly. You ready, buddy? Yeah. Oh, you got a little, little bit of fun? Yeah. Fun it's very excited to come out and meet us. <laughs> I thought you were drinking out of a champagne glass then. And then I saw the angle. Very classy way of doing things, too. So tell tell our audience why this is this could be lethal. This is yeah. This definitely looks a bit lethal to me. It smells a bit lethal too. Wow. It smells really like grapey, getting like really strong grapey vibes. I'm looking forward to uh, the second. I, I opened the bottle. It's foamy. You smelt it. <laughs> like, <you're> just like <laughs> it's in it. Like there's a smell. We've got notes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think you're right about that, buddy. Cheers, man. Cheers. <laughs> you're right. Wow, I don't think so. Wowza. Mm. Yeah, I really like that. It's really fruity, like proper. Yeah, it's got that proper kind of grape hit on the back end. That's lovely. I'm I'm not getting that, but it's huh? it's really smooth. Smooth, yeah. Just about to say, bud. That's the other thing that's really striking about it. Wow. Okay. Enjoy that, Stu, while I fill the audience in. Um, yeah, with Double Joker IPA here, standing at an agonizing 8.3%. Uh, an Imperial or Double IPA from Williams Bros, a.k.a. Heather Ale Limited. I mean, that's what my PayPal receipt said. Um, <laughs> they are a family-owned microbrewery founded by Bruce and Scott Williams in 1983 as a homebrew shop in Glasgow. Their story really kicks into gear when in 1988 they produced a brew on request of a lady who came into the shop seeking to recreate a recipe handed down to her through the generations. And that brew was the 17th century Gaelic recipe inspired Leanne Freik. Pronunciation probably not so hot on that one, a.k.a. Heather Ale, that would eventually evolve into their iconic Freyoch or Freyoch Heather mm-hmm. Ale. Uh, initially, production began in a tiny brewery in Tainilt, Tainuilt railway station. Okay. Uh, with the guys. Railway. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's how it started as a moonshine outfit. Um, with the guys producing just enough to supply a handful of pubs in Scotland, but as demand grew, they relocated to Maclay's Brewery in the Scottish town of Aloha, which is a really hard place to say goodbye. So, Stu, let's take a break Hello. there. What have you been indulging with this week, buddy? Uh, since there's been a little break between our recordings, I've managed mm. to consume a little bit more than usual. Three. <laughs> okay. Three. It was uh, Fierce Beers Another Peach, which is their peach pale ale. Yeah. That was quite nice. It was surprisingly more tart than I was expecting. Okay. I've, I've okay. gotten used to having uh, peach beers. I think there was a peach pale ale um, from Aldi's. That's done by William Brews, specifically mm. for Aldi's. And then I had one from Cold Town Beer, and that was like their, their summer fruit beer. And it was another peach pale. 
and so I kind of got used to expecting kind of a nice light peach flavored uh, pale ale but this one was just like really tart just like Christ the, the fruit's been left for a lot longer like it's, <laughs> it's got a, a, a more bitter uh, tartar taste to it but the fruit flies have got into it <laughs> <laughs> oh god I just opened a tin and they all got out it was like the mummy <laughs> yeah the uh, it's it, it's strange you say that because I think a lot of them have the peach or if they're going to pick a fruit they normally go peach it's quite a soft taste isn't it it's not too too harsh but it's surprising yeah. that this one was was very like sour sour almost yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. a couple of days later I had 71 degree brewing no seven degree brewings it's like a brewers from dundee mm. their east coast clutch k-o-l-s-c-h uh clush 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 yeah clush, clush, clush. it was it was just kind of like a a lighter lager beer okay that sounds good sounds that was good. quite nice i just kind of sat down drank it you know as everyone else does in the world. <laughs> like That was a really pish description of a beer. Is that, is that what you do with beer? Jeez. I, just, I drank it and I was like, fuck, that's a, that's a beer. That's a beer. Nice. Yeah, just like there the wasn't any like fruit notes. There wasn't any tart or sour. It was just, just like, simple, straight to the point. Yep. Solid yeah. brewski. Nice, man. That's yeah. awesome. Then the next night, I went off the fucking ledge and had something... <laughs> Completely <laughs> just what? Fierce beer again. Yep. This was a uh, part of their small batch edition. Uh, people like buns. <laughs> oh, is, it, is this the cinnamon bun one you were talking yes, about? Yes. Cinnamon wow. bun ale. How was it, man? Was it sweet? Was it... I don't know no. why I bought it, to be honest. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> just like okay i like a cinnamon bun mm. that you like get the ones you get for littles that, that's yeah, a nice yeah. cream bun um but a cinnamon flavored beer cinnamon flavored ale Not and it was work. like take, take a a wee drink and i go <laughs> my face would screw up and i go well it's drinkable oh that's a shame that's a real I, shame yeah, I think I'd got halfway through the glass and just kind of just threw in the towel. Oh, but it was kind of like, what, what did you expect buying a cinnamon bun beer? Yeah, I would expect something quite uh, overwhelmingly sweet. Yeah, it's it like, seem to be the case. And it's the same. It's got like a tag team partner, uh, Take a Break, which is a chalk waver pale ale. Mm. And it's like, man. Is that not copyright infringement? So take a it's break. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Take a break. Have a beer. No. Um, <laughs> so it could be. I don't know. It might be nice. I'm gonna set myself up to fail again. As part of my inquisitive nature of. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I've never tried this beer. This sounds funny. Let's have this. this is you. <laughs> and just buying the weird and wonderful beers that no one else will touch, and has probably been reduced. By about 50 pence in the shops now. Well, you know, it, it's probably a case of seeing funny at the time, which is the story of my life, really. Um, that's a, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, but, but you know what? Good on you for taking a 
you know, taking a spin on these brews that seem a bit off kilter. Yeah. Good work, my friend. Anything else? No, no, that was my three no. weird and wonderful beers of the week. Lovely stuff. Um, so for me, on the weekend, I think I, I sent you a picture hinting at this a couple of weeks ago, but I uh, actually went for it. I completed the Birmingham Pub Stroll. Oh. A five-bar pub crawl in and around the city. Two of my best birds, my man Scotty Too Hotty, the birthday boy himself, Glenn Morangi. Shout out. Five pubs, five cascales, five pound shawarma before bed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, you sound like the Avengers. <laughs> Save the fucking galaxy. And... Look, I was eating it before it was cool. Okay. So, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a bit touchy about that for some reason. Uh, yeah, it was Saturday night. We slightly, well, we completely fucked up by only giving ourselves three hours to complete it because we when met about... running across town. Oh, man, yeah, we were. Jumping we met about... Just like your Simon Pig. There's a little bit of that, but yeah. So, yeah, we met about 8 p.m., did a desperate ring round to check closing times of the last few pubs because the websites all said uh, about 10 o'clock. Like, well, on Google, we were like, shit. Um, but yeah, the last one ended up being midnight in the end. But that was still not enough time uh, <laughs> to do it. But... Anyway, more about the beers that I sampled yep. on my Universal Credit World's End. The, the county's conclusion, if you will. It all started out fantastically with the Titanic twins. I've spoke about these before on the show. Yeah. Uh, always raving about them, but had the plum porter and then their stout. Both exquisite, always reliable, and came home with a beer mat of theirs. So quids in. Um, <laughs> things started to get a bit ropey with a couple of milds one after another. We were like, there's mild on tap. Like we're just surprised and like really excited. But we had, um, black gold mild from Castle Rock Brewery and dark Raven from Beowulf Brewing Company. Some real epic titles mm-hmm. bestowed on, on, on these two bevies, but they were okay. Um, and I'm lumping them together because they were both very similar didn't really taste like mild to me almost like a very faintly fruity porter as i I was saying i really appreciated mild being on the menu as it's one of my favorite absolute favorite styles but yeah no great shakes with uh, with those two um but finally because we completed the crawl after a a desperate back-breaking wind-sucking jog to the last joint because we were pretty pissed up at that point and we're just yeah. we were taking ages to it's get anywhere to start jogging yeah because we you've got that thing where it's like i i feel like i have countless energy <laughs> well, i definitely in arms and legs yeah i definitely didn't i thought wrong um but yeah man so we were you know, you, you have a few, and then you're just taking ages to like do anything. And we kind of got a, we lost track of time a little bit, but we got there in the end, to the last place. We got a free point oh. for completing the crawl, oh. and we sampled Hobson's best bitter, and it was pretty rough, um, <laughs> which sucked because it was kind of our celebratory prize. But yeah, um, yeah, well, it, it was fine. Beer. Yeah, it was absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it might have been because it was a, I don't know, 
it was a long night of fruity beer, so that one might have got lost in the mix a little bit, but it was fine, nice and malty, and, and we even got rewarded with uh, takeaway cups because they were clearly fuming. We showed up at 11.59 demanding <laughs> six pints. <laughs> um, so we had the last beers to go, but yeah, fantastic night. The, the quality of the brews, unfortunately, kind of degraded a little bit mm-hmm. as we went on, but had a fantastic time. Um, discovered a couple of pubs I never even knew existed and, and drank free beer. So cheers to that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, great weekend, dude. Great weekend. I would wholeheartedly recommend uh, running from pub to pub next time <laughs> you're on a pub <laughs> crawl. Shoe, uh, how's the beer working for you? It's, it's quite nice. Uh, nice, hoppy, cold beer. Mm. And I finished it. I was going to take my time with that one because I thought... Stand it. It's 8%. You should really, you know, um, travel with care or drink. Like, take your time. <laughs> Enjoy it. And then it was like, oh, crap. Whoops. Some of them. Uh, <laughs> so, well, Why am I feeling all warm and cozy? <laughs> well, me too. But while I'm finishing off... Why don't you let the people know how does it compare to standard Joker for you? And have you got any double IPs that you could mention that you know it compares favorably to or unfavorably to? Because unfavorably to, because I can't really think of any that I've had. It's not really a very common style. No, I think obviously this definitely packs more of a punch. Then its predecessor, Joker. Yeah. I kind I remember us drinking that one, thinking, ah, it's kind of your standard IPA. Oh. And then by the time we were finishing it, it kind of crept up on us, and we were a bit more. Well, I was definitely a bit more tipsy than I expected. Yeah. And I yeah. Said, ah, this is this has worked on me. This is good. But and this is well, it's next level. The double down. Dude, yeah. So. I, I can't think of any more puns, but it's fine. The... <laughs> I remember, I remember you're right because I remember thinking, if I am remembering correctly, I remember thinking that it was a solid, like I think starter IPA we yeah. said, or like a gateway IPA, but could definitely do for maybe your more seasoned veteran a little je ne sais quoi, a little mm. bit of extra. And I think this this definitely uh, fulfills that kind of uh, that notion. That, that that we had about, about uh, beer, it's 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 a lot better for me, and it's really it's it's really nice. It's really fruity, but there's no harshness there at all. No, for, no. for an eight point three percent beer, you would expect that, but it's just uh, full of flavor. It's not at all. But yeah, is there any is there any double IPAs that you remember the having? Only or? one that jumps to mind is a Broughton Ales. They done a double IPA. And I think that was maybe my first uh, tangle with like the higher percent beer that, mm. that goes beyond seven. I think that one was either eight, eight point five maybe. And yeah. it was, it, I was. I think I remember my description from last year where I was like took a big glug of it and then I had a real bitter kick. That one was like multi. Mm. After I had it, it was just like oh shit. That's the best. I'll finish this, but I'm going to be rendered useless. Don't expect me to do the ironing because it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all over after that one, buddy. Yeah, I, I think I can't I can't think of one that I've had. Possibly I have, but 
in the past, but nothing that that springs to mind. Because um, as I say, it's a bit more like a rarer, a rarer style. So it's nice to mm. to kind of uh, to be able to try them on tonight. So okay, on to our second boy of the night. Look at this. Big I know over here, man. That's huge, isn't it? Five hundred mil. Bugger. How much mil is this? It's five hundred, I think. Five hundred mil. Yeah. Yes, it's big boy. I thought you said four hundred. Uh, no, the, I think I was gonna say yeah, I got the got the baby one. No, double joker is three thirty. Your kind of standard bottle, and this is this is your big boy. So yeah, this is the midnight sun porter. Um, this is the uh, the second build on our tantalizing tag team tonight. Scares me. Um, this, yeah, this, no, you look, you look terrified. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm this really quote on the front is. Stu's going to hate this. On the front, yeah, they knew, they knew their audience. <laughs> I mean, it makes it just about as appealing as the new Marvel movie, rich, dark, and spicy. <laughs> Fucking yeah. that film, The Eternals, has been described again with three words as well, but one of them was fashionable. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. That's how you market in your super diverse superhero movie? Fashionable. Yeah. I, well, I think it's, that's probably uh, on the money there, to be honest, man. Um, this beer says that it's an instant classic on the back. So, I mean, I mean, Williams, bros, come on. Kind of, you know, slow your roll there a little bit, bro. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll, 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 I will like to prove you're wrong. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. So, uh, it smells... Ooh. I'm almost getting, like, uh, like barley wine kind of odour yeah, from I, it. I could, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I could see that. It smells really strong. And this one is only... Yeah, 5.5. So, let's see how it how it compares to our, our previous, previous brewski. That is just pure sludge. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even see me through the glass. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> All right, beer goggles. <laughs> what is it? Is it like kind of reverse beer goggles? Is working the other way. <laughs> I'm I'm getting less and less I attracted can't see to anything you. Other than as, beer. as he continues to drink. Jeez. All right, you got you just going in for a little shot there, bud. You don't want to go. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm not I'm not <laughs> pot committed. It's okay. like. Going for a sample. Yes, I'm going. I'm committing 100 percent to this. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Hmm. Okay, more mild, lighter than I expected. Definitely, it's very smoky on that initial taste, but there's not a lot of back end to it. It's a little mm. lighter than I, I thought it was going to be. Kind of glad that the held back on the smokiness. Yeah, it's... I'm getting more stout vibes than, than porter. There's not a lot of sweetness to it. It's it's just kind of... It's not bad. It's not bad. I wouldn't say stout vibes on my end. No, I definitely, getting... like... I, I feel it has nailed it when I'm saying it's a spicy porter. Like I'm kind of getting that, getting that spicy spice. taste. Yeah, I don't get. I'm getting smoke, get smoky taste to it. Definitely richness. Yeah, there's a richness on the initial taste. Not a lot, as I say, kind of on the back end. But 
it's not bad. I mean, as you mull over that, Stu, let me mm-hmm. continue my little kind of uh, backstory into Williams Bros. Um, so, yeah, here we have Midnight Sun Porter sitting at a fiery 5.5%. And to jump back into the history a little bit of the company, a smidge production continued at a new purpose-built brewery and premises in Craig Mill, Strathaven between 1998 and 2004. And it was in 2004 the company moved again to the fourth brewery at Kellybank, Aloha, where they are the last remaining brewery in the former Scottish brewing capital. This is where they officially became uh, Williams Bros and have been brewing under the name ever since. Um, The company specialised in historic ales and utilising natural Scottish produce. And amongst all their weird and wonderful craft beer in their back catalogue are Caesar Augustus, a lager and IPA hybrid, Mm -hmm. Grosette, a gooseberry wheat ale from a 16th century monk recipe, and Kelpie seaweed ale, which could make an algae-holic out of anybody. Jesus. Did you like that one? They're driven me to drink. Drink to it, or okay, that's yes, fine. Right, make it go away. Would you? (laughs) I'll leave if you want. (laughs) Um, Right, topic two of this evening: listeners' questions. Here we go. Here we go. So, first one of the night is a Tana Guk, Tana Guk nine four. He or she says. Uh, my question would probably be why the average ABV seems to have crept up uh, and up over the last five to ten years, especially of fairly mainstream brews. Do do you do you want to lead on this or? Sure. Yeah. yeah? Um, what, what's your thoughts, man? Part of me feels like they're just catering kind of toward more of like a niche audience, mm. like your craft beer aficionados, and yeah. I'm not sure if it's just. Like yeah, kind of like your your average lager is always kind of between four and five percent. Mm. So I mean, you could drink craft at four and five percent, but even in my own fridge, the majority of the beers I've bought in recently out of like these beer festivals, it always seems to be six and above. I mean, I've got the, yeah, the majority definitely. of the beer I have is between six and eight point five, I think. So. I feel it's just it's just this crafty in the craft nature of brewing always seems to be higher percent, and I haven't drank enough to kind of determine with a higher volume equals a higher flavor or a a more stronger taste because you don't want to take a, a drink and it's like man this just tastes like a four percent. Yeah, dude. I think what I've come in, what I've uh, come to kind of learn with doing the show and drinking a lot more beer is I don't think the uh, alcohol volume. I don't know why I said it like that. Alcohol, like kind of Christopher Walken a little bit. Um, but I don't know whether alcohol volume has really kind of any say sometimes because we've just had the double joker. And that's eight percent, and that doesn't. Yeah even taste like an eight percent brew no, to me no. which is really interesting so i think maybe it's like a a modern thing that the brews are kind of getting a bit more deceptive but yeah uh, I, I they're becoming more adventurous like even like talk about yeah. brew dog for a moment where like how they couldn't just have sort of one hazy jane <laughs> yeah it's, it's true. a whole line 
Yeah. Because they can't settle on a fucking number. Like, pick an ABB. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's a, maybe a demand from craft beer fans, definitely, for the for the stronger brew. But, like, I, I think you're right, because I think it's the craft beer that are making it seem like everything's higher. But I think the actual mainstream finger quotation brews um i don't think i've i've noticed noticed that myself i think if anything those mainstream with finger quotation beers uh, i've actually got weaker you know i know uh stella is a big one that only recently stella Artois, uh i want to say that the last couple of years reduced their percentage a smidge along with a few others john smith definitely did um reduced it by a few decimals and i think that has a lot to do with people being more health conscious in general but yeah i think it's the infiltration of the craft beer and them taking up a huge chunk of the supermarket shelves and as you say some of that being quite a high volume that it's kind of confusing a little bit and it seems that kind of beer in general is a it is a bit more higher percentage mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i was reading earlier that anything less than three percent now has a substantially lower tax rate so i think that has a lot to do with why they're creeping lower and lower in terms of my theory that i think yeah. it's the mainstream brews that are you know in air quotations are going down and the craft beers are are going up i think that's my perception of it mm. and it also ex- explains because obviously they, they do have that tax on your volume in beer so yeah. the higher the volume the fucking higher the costs it comes to buy yeah, these 100 like, yeah going to any craft beer shop and you're looking at beers that are starting from five pounds to ten pounds and you're right man going into a craft beer shop and spending 10 quid and coming out with like two cans just Sorry, two cans of beer, not not the the tropical bird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I why I had to write that one down. I was like, why the? F- <laughs> did you know they were selling these in the craft beer shop? <laughs> two cans. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, maybe I'm just thinking of Guinness. I'd seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, right. they used to have two cans as part yeah. of their marketing, didn't they? That that's uh, yeah, that that's might have uh, that might have been what happened, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, but yes, or should I say, uh, two tins coming out of the the craft beer shop with two tins of beer and just crying, thinking, what have I done? Got, if I took this to Littles, I'd be a king. <laughs> <laughs> what would and you what do? Tins? In the supermarket, if you had a five five pounds for for a night in, Stu, you haven't oh, asked you haven't answered that question before, so answer it now. Hey, you, you <laughs> slashed my budget in half. We, that, oh, the original person gave us a tenner. Ten. Ah, yeah. Forgetting, jeez, I'm forgetting our own back catalogue. Shocking, it's terrible. Don't paint me into a corner where I could only get a half decent four pack. Really? I'm so sorry. Fucking past at sell by date cheese pizza i was gonna say you need the, the cheese pizza that's the most essential it's, it's be the, the fucking kid size for 49 pence <laughs> right before we can i just used it to wipe away my tears 
<laughs> before we get completely off topic, uh, let's jump on to the second question, which is from Sheffield Beer Belly, which is a fantastic name. Uh, mm. And he or she asks, what's the best glass you drink out of? So we're gonna we 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 plan to have a little show and tell here, I think. I guess which would be nice. Obviously, you they're not they're not gonna you're not gonna get kind of what we're going for if you listen to this, but we will paint a picture. Yeah, me and Shu are gonna enjoy it either way. With our words, our mouths, we will paint a picture. (laughs) Okay, Okay. artists. I trust you. I trust you. We're wordsmiths. Yeah, this is my favorite (laughs) Tumblr. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really getting like show Next and tell. Question. Kind of, you know, uh, year one reception show and tell vibes from this mm-hmm. this whole this whole topic. Um, but yes, so, anything else you'd like to say about about the glass, Stuart? I drink beer out of it. Yeah. Okay. Looks <laughs> like you got piss in there at the moment, bro. Why is why is that? That's that's I guess. <laughs> the remnants of a double joker, you prick. Um, I thought you this... cleared that, dude. I know. Obviously, some came back. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> mean, I, I didn't throw up into the tumbler. It's, it's not wine tasting. You don't, you know, yeah. taste it in the but, mouth and spit it out. You just, just, just swallow it, dude. But no, this is like one of these uh, kind of round, not round tumblers. It's the uh, uh, snifters. Snifters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the tumbler I prefer to use when I'm drinking mm. IPAs. Anything hazy, a little bit fruity, because it is a good tumbler where you can kind of stick your nose. Jesus Christ! Um, you could stick your nose in, not yeah. Jesus Christ, but you could stick your nose into the tumbler. He had a few nose inside him. Moving on, uh, so you could stick the nose into the tumbler, get a good sniff of the beer. And yeah. Especially when it's like fruity, hazy, like there's always. Like you want to catch those good notes. Good call, man. Yeah, good call. So good that's call. the ideal tumbler for that. Also, this is well my cool brewing tumbler. Mm. But there, I did get. I think for my birthday it was the San Miguel tumbler, which everyone's kind of seen. It's is kind of the same as this, but it's a bigger waist. Yeah, it's got it's got a bigger yeah, battery it kind on of it. Goes up in there, yeah. and it is. It's just a lovely. Somewhere to drink beer out of, and you get some premium swishing. You can sit and swirl the beer <laughs> about, get a good sniff, and then when it comes down to you're just drinking beer, you don't need to stick your nose in, get all the foam up your nose. Yeah. No, it's just beer, put in a pint tumbler and drink it. I go for my trooper beer tumbler that was gifted to me, which kind of started my beer journey of, hey, now I actually own a beer glass, and maybe I now own too many, but... Yeah, when, when was when was this? When was this, year? What, the, the Trooper beer tumbler? Yeah. Oh, I was a two... I think it was during lockdown, obviously. This oh, is kind of awesome. where this podcast that's, yeah. generated, oh, but... We were born. I was uh, maybe bending the rules, going to a friend's house for a few drinks, and it was like, <gasps> you like Iron Maiden, and you seem to drink beer. This is for you. So I was gifted the Trooper beer tumbler, and it is definitely my my go-to tumbler for drinking. That's beautiful. Any man. old beer. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. 
thank you for uh, for hooking us up with that, Stu. Mm-hmm. That was oh, that was. Wait, one more. Um, oh, okay. The I, I do have another nice uh, beer glass, and there's one I bought from uh, Stuart's Brewing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a pint glass. It's got a nice little pattern across the whole tumbler, and in the center it says Stuart's Lager, and I just just. For the, the fact that I fucking Class. love myself. <laughs> it's got my name on it. So I've got this lovely pint glass that says Stuart's Lager. And it, it's saved for special occasions. Oh, like it's amazing. at the back of the cupboard. Yeah. But when there's like a time where it's like, I've got a beer I'm going to enjoy. Go drink it from my favourite glass. 100% dude. Your missus gets it out just to have a glass of squash or something. Just like put it Who back the in the cupboard. Drank milk at my... Don't. Lager glass. Don't touch it. <laughs> Stop. That's beautiful, man. That is beautiful. On my end... Tell me about Tom's tumblers. So, <laughs> uh, you're a fan of alliteration too. Uh, I always go, well, I don't, you know, for the show, I just tend to drink out of the bottle because I'm a scutter. But normally I go with dimpled mug. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, it just feels Classic so good. Fish. Man, yeah, you're right. It feels so good in your hand. It's got like a, a bit of a, not too heavy, but a bit of a heftiness to it. Um, but yeah, I always go with that when I'm drinking bitters, uh, mm-hmm. scotch ale, mild, you know, um, strong British strong ales. I always yeah. go with this pretty much, dude, because it's, you know, if you're having a heavier drink, you want kind of a heavier glass. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I've got this one, a favorite, my boy. Hook me up with it. Oh, yes. Say no names. Uh, Goblin Witchwood Brewery, Timler. Yeah, which is uh, which is gorgeous. I like the tall boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really cool. And I like the, the design of this. I like the ones that don't half-arse it. You know, they actually put the yeah. logo on. you got the typeface on. That's gorgeous, dude. Um, and another one. And I'm not saying where I got these from, but this is uh, my uh, Banks's glass and i think this was from some kind of comedy show that they put on a few years ago what's, but, what's the, the subtitle uh, underneath that yeah Banks just tells it like it is ah. which, uh, which is kind of cool and it's on the bag it says national tell the truth day 2018 um put that yeah. in your diaries guys because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's coming around again soon but yeah we like that one's got the classic logo on and then uh, Last but not least, I also have Trooper Glass. Uh, ah, yeah, Eddie on it. On the front there, yeah. Um, which is, it's a fantastic glass. Like, it's so well made. It's actually got him at the bottom as well. I don't know if you can yes, see that. Yes, I, I, would, I would show you the same, but I would end up spilling the beer over yeah, me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Keep the brewski, man. Um, but yeah, which is, which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the bottom, like really just well done. Oh, um, yeah. You got the Robinsons logo just at the back yeah. as well. So yeah, man, that's that's kind of a few selections from the collection. But like you, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's struggle to find space uh, yes. for them uh, all I, now. I have four or five spare beer glasses. Uh, just tucked into a beer 52 box into my box room <laughs> just on the off chance that I, if I ever lose a tumbler <laughs> yeah. I have some backups I Go mean I've lost one beer tumbler 
since moving into this house. Ah, oh. and it, oh. it's 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 the tale as old as time. The washing machine's on a spin wash, and it knocked something off the the drying rack, and that's how I lost my stormtrooper tumbler. Oh, oh yeah, from that brewski. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember, I I remember that the, one. The gift set at Christmas, so I had the the tumbler with the stormtrooper helmet on it, along with their galactic pale ale, but. The tumbler only lasted a few weeks. Ah, that sucks, man. That sucks, dude. That sucks. But, man, you got a pretty decent collection. So, uh, you know, lose one, but you got a... Uh, you got, place. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> you got quite a few backups, so I'm sure it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the brew, Stu, how are you feeling, aside from pissed? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's manageable. I could... I could definitely probably drink. So maybe if I was given like half a pint, I could you sit and nurse it, just mm. work my way through it. it it's it's fine. It, it's just probably would not be my go-to. Yeah, kind of in the um, kind of in the same area as you. You're, you're more of a more seasoned porter stout drinker. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I do really like him, and I think that it's just it's just very light. I was expecting it a bit is. more heft to it. I'm um, glad it's lighter, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's flavor-wise not a lot apart from the smokiness. As I say, it kind of just evaporates in your mouth a little bit once yeah. you've once you got it in there. So it's, it's a bit of a shame, but it's it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I definitely preferred the uh, the double Joker tonight. Uh, the two brews yeah. for certain. To be honest. Speaking of alliteration, I do prefer this Midnight Sun over Hatherwood's Purple Panther. Oh, that sucked. Yeah, that, that sucked. That was just <laughs> overflowing with smoke. and yeah. Just overwhelming. You just could not enjoy that. That was, I think that was even smokier, but even lighter than, than this brew. Like, that just was right. just that. Yeah, there's no real kind of complex taste of that if if i remember mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's quite low on on my porter porter chart but uh not bad at all okay i think it's time to throw the towel in admit defeat the beers have knocked us on our backsides and it's time to take a nice sweaty nap on the canvas we seem to have had both glass bottles and glass jaws tonight and drinking this beer has been a pain yeah no, mm-hmm. well, check us out on social media. <laughs> do do you like what you're hearing? At, <laughs> it's at the Lager Logs on Twitter and Instagram. If we don't hit 500 followers within an hour of this podcast going live, Stu has threatened to bomb a library. He's serious. It was illiteracy that made him do it. Miss illiteracy. His primary school English teacher. I commend his commitment, but do not stand by him or support his actions in any way, legally or ethically. But thanks for hooking that up. I re- really appreciate that. On behalf of, you know, on behalf of the podcast, I- I'm glad that you did that. Don't you don't have to say anything because saying any more will just incriminate you further. Uh, I'll, I'll embrace it. If you don't want me to bomb these libraries, send Whoop. us listener questions. Ah, oh, there we go. Come on. And if you do, you're going to get hooked up around Christmas don't, don't time. Don't ask me about the brewing process because I don't you make don't. the beer. Yeah. No, I just no more drink those. it. 
I'm all of those. No, we, uh, we really appreciate all the questions. And I've thank already you. fired all of my staff. <laughs> no. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, thank you to Tanner Gook94, Sheffield Beer Belly, for your questions. Thank uh, you. Next week, it's going to be a strong ale celebration. Yes, we're jumping off, or into rather, Adnam's Broadside. Plus, the revenge theme continues as Old Speckle Hen attacks in its final form. You got it. It's time to tackle Old Crafty Hen. We're looking forward to that one. Would you believe that we've never covered the English Strong Ale on our show before? And it's one of my favorites, so I can't, I can't believe it's going to be fantastic. Um, well, all good things must come to an end, including us. Yes. I will be live streaming the fulfillment of me and Stu's suicide pact later on this evening. Anything for my Twitch audience. Anything. Smash that bomb. Like oil. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. Go on. You go. That was it. You go. Want to hear it? Oh, go oh, you, oh, you want me to finish the show? <laughs> no. It's okay. Right, we'll I, th- I think I'm going to go with a last little bit of energy in me. Play large booze, hounds, say goodbye, Stu. Oh, come on, Tom, you've got to kind of get around. What the hell? Who's I was like a fucking turtle blown over on his shell. (laughs) Couldn't get back up. Just struck with the sound waves from Tom. Tremendous Tom. Tumblr Tom. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen.